Alright, y'all. Welcome good? back to the Cycle 365. This is episode 12. We're gonna change it up a little bit. You know, it's it's Thanksgiving, uh, I guess, week. So, we're gonna take a little bit more of a relaxed approach. So, we're gonna start this new series where, you know, we talk about top five players at each position in football all time. And today we're gonna do running backs. So, Jesse, you're the one who kind of brought this up. Why don't you go first with your list? And then we'll, we'll say all of our lists, and then we'll react to all of it. We're going to go our whole lists, or we're going to do one at a time. Like, all of our ones, all of our two. Yeah, let's one. just go all at once. All right, yeah. all right. So, full-course meal on Thanksgiving. Yep. Here we go. So, my um, number one running back of all time is Emmett Smith. Okay. Okay. Yep. Number two, Walter Payton. Okay. okay. Number three, Barry Sanders. Okay. okay. Number four, LaDainian Tomlinson. Okay. And number five, Frank Gore. Frank you know, Gore. I have all the same people, except for Frank Gore, in my top five. Why don't you go, Cody? Number one, LaDainian Tomlinson. Okay. Number two, Jim Brown, being the only one that replaced Frank Gore. Number three, Barry Sanders. Number four, Emmett Smith. Number five, Walter Payton. Hmm. Interesting. Um, okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why Barry Sanders is so low. But I had Barry Sanders at number one. Like, I feel like he's the best to ever do it. And had probably the worst supporting cast out of all these running backs. Okay. Yeah, actually, I, I won't explain it. I'm just going to say the list and then we can talk about it later. So I got number one, Barry Sanders. Number two, Walter Payton. Number three, Jim Brown. Number four, Eric Dickerson. Number five, LaDainian Tomlinson. And then I don't know if we did honorable mentions, but. Oh, yeah, we're going to do, we'll do that after we talk about our list, though. Well, okay. Frank Gore was an honorable mention. Okay. Okay. And I'm sorry, Simon, did you not have Emmett Smith in your top five? No. You know, he's statistically the best to ever do it. Yeah, statistically. And he has three Super Bowl rings. He does. That's why he is my number one. Yeah. He's he's my number four. Just but, because I think that his supporting cast was great, but his his individual running style was fantastic. No, he's yeah. one of the best downhill runners the game has ever seen. Yeah, you're right. But at the same time, out of probably everyone on all of our lists combined, he probably had the best supporting cast, which I feel like isn't that fair. I feel like if Barry Sanders had that supporting cast, he'd have way more Super Bowls. Uh, I don't think that's a fair assumption. Is it? Is it not? Plus, I feel like Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin benefited more from Emmett Smith than Emmett Smith benefited from that. I mean, yeah, that's fair, <laughs> you know, but that's more on them than anybody else. I think. I mean, Barry Sanders is that dude, though. Like, and you you saw what he did with the Detroit Lions. They've never been a good organization. So let you know that I think we all know that. But like, Barry Sanders had Hall of Famers blocking for him, like a Larry Allen. If he had a Hall of Fame quarterback like a Troy Aikman, well, and Troy Mike Aikman should be in the Hall of Fame. But anyways, shouldn't? Shouldn't. Yeah, you're right. But e either way, though, <laughs> either way, I think Barry Sanders he could have done a lot of damage with a great supporting cast that Emmett Smith had. I think Emmett Smith is a little overrated, to be honest. He's still in my top 10, but like, I think he's a little overrated. Jesse, I like the looks that you're giving over here because I'm feeling him on a spiritual level. Jesse, okay, what are your thoughts on him? Well, I mean, like, so like you're saying, Emmett Smith had a good cast around him. Yes, yeah. but that's because the team was built around him because he was the best player on that team yeah. and the best running back to ever play. Yeah, you're right. To be the best player. Well, no, not the best, not the best running back. Yeah, he is the best running back. Ever? Yeah. That's what Jesse said. Well, He's my number one. Hold up, but we're talking like ability-wise, though. I mean, 
his stats show I mean, for it. And 18,000 yards it. seems pretty capable to me. Yeah. But would he be able to put that up with, like, on the Detroit Lions? Or even, like, you know, Probably. on the San Diego Chargers back then? I mean, well, that's why I have LaDainian Tomlinson as number one for me. Yep. Because he was able to literally do anything. No, yeah. He was right. the modern day running. It takes two running backs today to do what LaDainian Tomlinson did by himself yeah. in the 2000s. With the Chargers. With the Chargers. You're right. And he played with different quarterbacks too. And like, Philip Rivers is the great quarterback that he is today because he started his career with LaDainian Tomlinson. Yeah, that's fair. I low-key, I had him at five, because I asked this question before, like, could we be a little biased? Because I've always loved Ladanian Tomlinson. And so, like, I had him at five. I just didn't know, like, if it'd be okay putting him higher, but I mean, probably... He's yeah. the, he's, he has the third most touchdowns all time. No, yeah, he does. But, like, I, you know, I just wasn't sure. Because th- these are other guys, you know, that they, they played in a much, you know, different era, too. So I'm kind of taking that into well, then consideration. If you're going well. to take that into consideration, Ladanian yeah. Tomlinson should be your number one. As football has gotten like newer, it's a lot harder for a running back to do what Lindanian Tomlinson did in the 2000s. Yeah. Wait, what it though? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this, here's the thing, because there's a lot of different ways. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's definitely been with the way the game has been evolving. There's more ways to like get penalized for tackling a player, you know, than than not. I don't think it has to do anything with penalization. I think it just has to go with the amount of talent in the NFL. If you take That's a def- if you take a defense from 2006, let's say, and put them against a defense of 2000 or not 2000, sorry, like 1980s defense, the defense on in 2007 is going to destroy that defense because they're way more athletic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's, it's I like see. The, it's like the decades argument for the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. Larry Bird played against plumbers and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I would say no, I got you. That's I got why you. that's why you'd argue for Lindane Thompson being number one. Okay. Additionally, I'd like to go back to the Barry Sanders and the Emmett Smith thing. Mm-hmm. I have Barry Sanders ahead of Emmett Smith. I just didn't exclude Emmett Smith from my top five all time. <laughs> oh yeah. Like you put five other people in front of Emmett Smith. Yeah. That's where I tell I'm me confused. tell me why yeah. Eric Dickerson is in your top five and not Emmett Smith. Eric Dickerson? He's a running back legend. Like Okay, so and the way I a... see it, not really, to be honest. Like, I mean, he's good. You know, he's got the numbers. Sorry, he's got the you're Super Dallas, Bowl. You're a Dallas fan. I don't care about the Cowboys. I think they're all delusional anyways. <laughs> Fans and players. But anyways, like, here's the thing with, like, here's the thing with Emmett Smith. Or, sorry, Eric Dickerson. Eric Dickerson, he's, he, you know, he was an elite college prospect first, so there's that. But that, I'm not taking that into as much consideration. And then after that... After that, um, you know, he, he put up numbers right when he got into the league. He was a star. In his second year, he broke the all-time rushing record that still hasn't been broken to this day, like, over 30 years later, which is insane because he played in less games back then, too. So the fact that he was able to do that, you know, and then still consistently have a good career after that, like, like you know, he's, he's that dude. Plus, like, I don't know, just the way, I guess... You know, he, like his body type, you know, it definitely paved the way for a lot of different types of running backs to come to the league. Because he is a little bit of a taller guy, a little bit more lankier, you know. On film, he looks really slow, to be honest. But, like, he has really long strides, and he's a very smooth runner. Yeah, Eric Dickerson, we want to talk about ability. He was 6'3", 220. Emmett Smith is 5'9". He was, there was weight behind, like, how big he was. 
like behind his playing style. Emmett okay. Smith was not born with the tangibles or gifted body that Dickerson was, and he still outpaced him in every single way. I mean, yeah. He ended his career with 5,000 more rushing yards and 1,000 more receiving yards and like 50 more touchdowns. But the thing is with running backs, like it's harder to play running back if you're a taller dude. And yeah, you know, you know, Eric Dickerson had some weight. I think those linebackers that got destroyed by Eric Dickerson would argue differently. I mean, yeah, that's fair too. But that dude still had speed, and he was still smooth with it. You can't be all power, you know. You can't play in the league and not have like some sort of like elusiveness. You know what I'm saying? Like Eric Dickerson didn't play on the greatest teams either, to be honest. So there's that too. And you know, he broke all these records that nobody else on this list or on. You know, any other list has broken ever. Still. Okay. <laughs> and so, like, I feel like he deserves consideration in this Just top five. Who's the last person to break the um, all-time rushing yards record? You remind me. In the NFL? Yeah, all-time. Wait, all-time? Like, career-wise? Yeah. It's Emmitt Smith. Smith has the most who's, bro- who's broken that? Okay, but that's sense. a career thing, though. Who's broken it since? No one. But like, but here, yeah, you're right. But the, like, the thing is, like, like you know, all time career, like that, I could get a little subjective because injuries could rob a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to be durable. Yeah, it's hard to be durable over a couple years, and I'll give Emmett Smith that. You know, like I said, he wasn't as relied on as some of these other running backs too, though. I still think he was the center of that team. The Dallas team. No, well, yeah, he was. There's no doubt about that. That's why I think. Yeah, there's no doubt about that at all. You know, but like, you know, Dallas also had a great defense. They had a good line. They had a competent quarterback. They had a star wide receiver. Like, it's kind of hard. Yeah, it's hard at that point to argue with, like, you know, the talent of that Dallas team. And, you know, maybe they're they're definitely one of the best teams of all time for sure. So, like, I, I'm not taking anything away from Emmett Smith, but because of all that, it definitely it's like notches off like you know his his uh, accomplishments in a way. But he's so far ahead of literally everyone else. Yeah, but I bet if Barry Sanders had that, or Walter Payton, or Eric Dickerson, or Ladanium Tomlinson, they'd be just as good, if not better, in a way. But we can't we can't just assume that. I mean, I don't know. I feel like. You can't assume it, but like it's not hard to imagine. At least with Barry Sanders, like Barry Sanders and you know, um, not Walter Payton, uh, Emmett Smith played at kind of the same time. So like you could definitely tell, like if you had to go back in time and pick one of the two running backs to build a franchise around, I feel like you would all pick Barry Sanders because he could make something out of nothing. You it know depends what I mean? on what kind of offense you run. I mean, well, what Barry Sanders could catch out the backfield too and like run it just as well. If we're talking, well, then then why does the offense matter? Uh, If you're going to run a downhill offense, I would much rather have Emmitt Smith. Emmitt Smith is way stronger than Barry Sanders. I don't think he's way stronger. They're like the same size. If you're going to run a pro downhill offense, you should have Emmitt Smith. But if you're going to run like air raid laterally across the field, take Barry Sanders. Okay. I mean, I could see where you're coming from, but like, I don't think. At the same time, I don't think Emmett Smith is stronger than Barry Sanders by any means. I think we've. S- we should just call him up and have them do a squat off and see who's stronger. Yeah. 20 <laughs> years later? Yeah, or dude. 30 years later? I just, mean, okay. I do want to get your opinion on Jim Brown not being in your top. What's, yeah. the, what's the reason for that? 
Um, I just have Frank Gore over him. His Frank Gore is still going. Okay. This is true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's and fair. I was just like Frank Gore. That's his life. Okay. <laughs> okay. He's a lot. He's a lot. I mean, he's a lot like the Emmett Smith type, where he's a lot smaller, smaller frame. Five mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, and I guess you could argue for the fact that he didn't play for good teams either, really. He played most of the year career for the 49ers. Yeah, and they didn't become good till so, the end of his tenure there. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I think I just want to. You know, I'm for the little guy. So. Okay, that's fair. Frank, Frank, he's Frank on my Gore. honorable mention, and so is Eric Dickerson. I'd like to mention that. Yeah. Okay, all right, sweet. My honorable mention, a little biased, but Terrell Davis. Okay. Maybe not the best statistically, but Juanus. He was, was a baller, though. Terrell Davis, his best argument is he was the best running back in football during a time when Emmett Smith and Barry Sanders were playing football. Yep. Boy. The best running back in football when Barry Sanders and Emmett Smith were playing football? Yeah. You're how? He carried that Broncos offense. John Elway was so washed up. Sanders and Emmett Smith. Yeah, and who won the Super Bowl? Bro. Who won back to back Super Bowls? <laughs> in the late nineties when all of these teams were falling apart. I mean, like, that's fair. You're you're right. Well <laughs> I mean, not right in that sense. But like he, he's a good player, but I don't think I don't know. For Actually, a three years span, maybe he was the best running back in football. Okay, in a three-year span, I could I could give you that argument. Yeah, I could give you that. Yeah. I thought you meant like in the whole nineties, because that's got kind of in like ninety-six, ninety-five. Okay. Well, no, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's what I was saying though. That's what I was thinking. Okay, I'll. I mean, I might still want to argue you on that, but that's that's a solid argument though. Okay, in this segment. Wait, I didn't say my honorable mention. Oh, by the way, give me your uh, it was Marshall Falk. I almost put him in my top five. Yeah, that's a good one too. He was in my yeah, honorable mention. He's in my. All right. Okay. Um, is there someone we haven't talked about? We talked. Did we talk about Walter Payton yet? We, we didn't, didn't talk about him. Walter Payton. Well, we all mentioned him because what? sweetness. Yeah. yeah. Where was he at on your list? He's number five on mine. So he was number five on Cody's list, and then Jesse. Two. Two. He was two. Okay. All right. That's fair. Too bad he didn't go to a better team. Yeah. <laughs> he only he Too won. Bad Jim McMahon was his quarterback. <laughs> I mean, they won a Super Bowl eventually. Yeah. yeah. He didn't do anything. He didn't do a lot in that Super Bowl, but you know. I mean, he didn't have to. He does have a, an yeah. award named after him. He does. He's a good That's guy. Pretty good. Yeah, good guy, great player. <laughs> He's not the bad guy. Make him almost sad type. You're right. All right. All right. Wait, there's one guy that none of us have mentioned that I really almost put at number five. Okay. That was Adrian Peterson. Yeah, he's yeah. up there too. He's in my top 10 probably. Because in an era where the ball <clears throat> is passed more than anything else, he kept it on the ground. Even right and now. He, but even now, he's still playing. Well, I don't know if he's played the last few weeks, but. Well, he's, yeah, he's, he's got been, in touches. Yeah, yeah, and he's got in touches and he still runs the ball very, very well in Washington offense right now in 2019. <laughs> Yeah, Dumb. and I don't know if you guys remember that season when he ran for over 2,000 yards. I did. But he was he was the best player on the planet. And every box that he faced had seven to eight defenders in it. He just ran over And he just ran over Like, he was a dude. He was oh, a man amongst boys. Y'all know why he didn't break that rushing record, though, right? Like, do y'all know the story behind that? Well, I remember that he thought that he broke it. Well, here, well here's the story, because I don't think... Y'all knew it. But yeah, he did think he broke it. 
but he was about to break it, and then Christian Ponder called an audible and turned over the ball, and they didn't get the Christian ball back. Ponder, yeah. So <laughs> why does he have to ruin everything? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what happened. He literally needed maybe like what was it? Was he five or eight yards off? It was really close. Yeah. It was less than ten. Oh yeah, he would have gotten it, but Christian Ponder called an audible, and it wasn't. It was a slant or like a short route type of thing that he missed anyways. So yeah, there you go. That's that's how he missed that. Do you think if he's the all-time, if if he's the single-season yards leader, that this conversation is different? Yeah, I probably yeah, I have probably have him Dickerson. over Frank Gore. I mean, that too. Frank Gore five. I would probably have to rearrange this whole list because I couldn't leave Walter Payton outside of the top five. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's crowded. It's All right, crowded, but it at is. least the top sure. six are the same. So to finish this one, Cody, out of our top five that we all said, if you're starting a franchise, who's your running back? Um, I feel like I'm going to go with Daniel Tomlinson because I feel like he could play in any era and he could play in any offense because he could truck people, he could juke people, he could catch them. Like, he's basically like the love child of Emmitt Smith and Barry Sanders Yeah. Yep. and Walter Payton. I was going to say LT, too. To I was also going to say Ladane. Okay, <laughs> all right. So yeah. we can all agree upon yeah. that. So that's who we would start a franchise yeah, with. He's the most, yeah. at the very least, we can all agree he's the most versatile running back of all time. Yeah, yeah. for and sure. He's literally good at everything. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. He's also a good dude. He is, yeah. yeah he's yeah. a quality guy, great yeah. character. He, okay, so like I grew up in Texas, so like he, he made me like, like, I don't know, I was really young, you know, so I was figuring out football, but like TCU he actually baby. made me like pay put, attention to TCU. He put TCU on the map. He did before TCU Before Blunane Thompson played for TCU, no one knew what the heck TCU oh, yeah. was. And Blunane then he did Thompson came. Yeah, and then like I've always wanted to play to TCU for TCU because I wanted to be like LT. So that's yeah. why that's why I wanted, or that's yeah. why I wanted a, a team. I hated Ladanian Tomlinson <laughs> as a kid because I was a <laughs> I definitely didn't. And he destroyed us. Every single time. As a running back, I definitely, obviously destroyed us as a Bronco fan, but I respected him because I was a running back and he was my dude. Yep. Same. I even, get this, I was doing a, uh, a class, like middle school class presentation about like a football player and they asked me to do Tom Brady and I said, no, I'm going to do a Danny and Tomlinson. I'm like, you can't. I'm why? like, why not? And they're like, Wait, why'd they say why though? Well, we were up in the middle of mountains, so people didn't really care that much. But they said because Tom Brady, like, it was like you had to dress up as them and walk in and like give us a pro as oh. they were. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Bro, okay. Yeah, all you have to do is get a dark visor, bro. And I also only have one jersey. I have one professional jersey and it's on Really? Where do you hide that? My, my Wait, closet. no, I've seen it. I've seen it. It's in yeah. my closet. Is it the baby blue one? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I used to have one just like that. Only jersey I have, Cody. Jesse, I respect you as a person, but that makes me sick. Why? He's a closet Chargers fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not cool. No, no, Chargers are terrible. Why would I like the Chargers? People ask me all the time, like, oh, are you a Chargers fan? I'm like, no, I'm a Dayton Tomlinson fan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you a Ladanian Tomlinson Jets jersey for Christmas. Okay, and then I'm going to get Ladanian Tomlinson TCU jersey. They don't have all of them. Yeah. Ooh, I'd want him. OTTCU jersey. Yeah. But Danian Tomlinson, if you're listening to this, I have two of your rookie cards and I'd appreciate if you signed them <laughs> Didn't you just yeah. say you hated the dude? As a kid? <laughs> Is he gonna hold that against me? 
Yeah, I don't know. I heard he's a good dude just now. <laughs> but, okay, that's so. great. We can all agree yeah. upon that LaDainian Tomlinson is who we'd start our franchise with and is the most versatile. I can't I'll believe that we all agreed on that. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's the real victory I hear at the, at the cycle. Good job, LaDainian Tomlinson. You've right. united the boys. <laughs> all right, next up, me or all of us, we have a topic that we're going to talk about. Each of us came up with it, but none of us, I mean, no, outside of the person. No preparation. Up, yeah. yeah. So this is just raw reaction. Raw. All right. Coming up next. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back to The Cycle 365. This is episode 12. Me, Simon, and Cody are coming at you with. Um, as we said, we are going to each have a prompt here now, I guess you could say, um, in different sports. And we're going to get raw reactions from our fellow podcasters. Anyways, all right. So mine, mine is from the college. Why you say it like co-host? That? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you said um, no. I'm the host. Oh, um, sorry. Go on. So mine comes out of college football after um, a crazy week, what, thirteen or fourteen. Very crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you tuned in last last week, me and Simon talked about Tua and his injury and how we both think Alabama's probably not going to make the, the playoff and they're done. So if you didn't, you can listen to that um, on our. Website. Anyways, um, so we both think Alabama's out, but still have some teams that we can talk about here. Oregon lost yesterday to Arizona State. So, Done. there are, yeah. I want to ask you guys the question. Out of these three teams who are flying under the radar, really, for the playoff, who's only lost one game, they're all 10-1, they're all with a conference win, a conference championship win, who makes it in the playoff? You have Utah out of the Pac-12, Minnesota out of the Big Ten, or Baylor out of the Big Twelve. If Minnesota Ooh. beats Ohio State. Beats Ohio State. They're in. They're in. Okay, that's your. Like, that's your best. I feel like the Big Ten is really the strongest. Of those conferences that you just named, because yeah. you also have Penn State that was top ten, and Ohio State being number two, and beating Ohio State would secure Minnesota the spot. And okay. I think that you know, any given Saturday they could do it too. Mm-hmm. They're, they're good team. Okay, so Cody's got Minnesota. Uh, okay. granted, Oregon's done. There's no way they can make it. Even if they beat, yeah. even if they beat Utah in the Pac-12 championship, it's going to be Utah and Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. It's going to be Minnesota, Ohio State in the Big Ten championship. It's going to be Oklahoma and Baylor in the Big Twelve championship. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and just X out Baylor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They, first off. They, they should have beat Oklahoma the first time. Um, they didn't. Yeah, but they didn't. They, didn't. they could have had an undefeated season. And I feel like, you know, a win in that championship if they were undefeated would have sealed it. But that didn't happen. So it, it comes down to Utah and then, uh, what is it, Minnesota. So what, what ranking is Oregon after they lost to Arizona Oregon State? today, they came out with AP and they're 14th. They dropped eight spots. 14th? Yep. Okay. Yep. Utah moved up one to six. Baylor moved up two back to 11, and Minnesota moved up two to nine. Okay. How many more games are there left? There's one before? more game, regular season, and then they go to conference. Ooh. But it's over like a three week span, because there's one week where it's just yeah, yeah. game. Um, so okay. so right. it comes down to, I think Baylor, who just beat Texas, mm-hmm. um, they're playing They're playing Kansas, so they're gonna win. Yeah, probably. Yep. Um, so Baylor so Baylor goes 11-1 into the pack, into the big, Championship. Utah plays Colorado. They're going to win, going 11-1 into the Pac-12 championship. Yeah. And then Minnesota 
plays Wisconsin. So that that could be a, a good game. But if they win that again, I'm gonna be with Cody. If they win, if they beat Wisconsin and then go and beat Ohio State, they're in, they're in the playoff. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd have to agree. I'd probably pick Minnesota. I mean, they just that strength of schedule. You know, that's it's gonna help them out a lot. Ohio State's ranked really high up there. Wisconsin's not a scrub team either. You gotta watch out for Jonathan Taylor because if you don't plan for him correctly, you could probably run for 200 yards all over you and yeah. you know like five touchdowns. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's easy for that to get out of control quickly. So you gotta get in front of that train as quickly as possible. But um, yeah, I think if Minnesota pulls it off, that they're definitely you know they're definitely in. I could see a scenario where Utah makes it in, but it definitely involves. Um, Ohio State losing. No, I think. Yeah, it definitely involves Ohio State losing. I, I think know, I there might be again, a chance. Georgia lose. Yeah, yeah, Georgia, Georgia could, could lose. lose. I yeah. think Utah, if Utah's going to make it, they're going to well, they're going to beat Colorado, and then yeah. I, I, after watching this game, they're going to beat Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. Oh yeah, Utah has the easiest path. Yeah, so. I mean, and then yeah, I think yeah. if they win that, I think they're in. I really do because I don't think I think they will take the the Pac-12 champion at ten and one mm -hmm. over Georgia, who's going to have two losses. Because they're going to yeah. lose to LSU yeah, yeah. In, in the SEC championship. I'm, I'm not. I'm like I said. I'm still not going to say that Georgia's going to lose. I want to believe in you know Jake Fromm. You never know what will happen. No, he hasn't completed. No. Did you see? Did you see? Did you see what LSU year. did? I mean, granted, it is Arkansas, but it's yeah. still an SEC team. Did you yeah. See the score? Barely an SEC team, but yeah, I did see the score. Still an SEC team. Ar Arkansas. SEC Arkansas is still stronger <laughs> than like most of the teams in the Pac-12. Yeah, absolutely. If not all of them. Can you I, I, I'll, I don't know about that. They've been really extremely weak the last three years. CSU beat them. So, there's How long that. ago? Last year. Yeah, but still. It was in Colorado. Wait, was it? Yeah, yes. they, they played a home and home. My friends okay. were at the game and they left early because they were getting killed. Yes. But it's not like, wait, who, Arkansas? No, or Colorado CSU? State was getting killed by Arkansas and Colorado State came back. Okay, yeah, I, I got you. Well, still though, like it's not like I, mean, I am taking a shot here. It's not like Fort Collins is exactly a hard place to play in either. So there's that. It's still an away game. Have you, have you been and to a elevation? Game there? Have you been to a game there? Oh. It's better than you think. Actually, with the new stadium, it's pretty, it's pretty loud compared to an SEC, like you know, other SEC. Okay, schools. what's the elevation of Arkansas? What? Wait, why does it matter? Because it's harder to breathe here. Oh, and. Are you serious? It's bro. Okay, saying, but that has nothing to do with the breathe. fans. That has nothing to do with the like the atmosphere, like the atmosphere, fans. Yes, atmosphere and elevation have go hand in hand. Okay, <laughs> bro. At oh, every single no. like Colorado thing, bro. Most Colorado things, not UNC, but most Colorado <laughs> things are like they be like focus on your breathing and stuff like that. Or like how high are we? We're blah blah blah. Like elevation, that has to do I mean, with the atmosphere. Okay, that's fair. But like when you're a D1 athlete, it doesn't matter as much as like you know. It matters things. if you're a pro athlete. I mean, yeah, it matters. Why do you think the but Broncos not as much. Home record is, is so good throughout, throughout the year. There's literally a study <laughs> that the Broncos have one of the best home records of any NFL team all time because it's harder to play here because of elevation. Because okay, elevation here and crap. we're getting we're getting way off track. Arkansas is not that good. They still lost to CSU. Okay, but at the same I'm time, just, I'm just that's you, the point. LSU had 42 in the first half. Yeah, it was 42 them. to three. Yeah. Well, what's his name? The LSU coach. He he literally said he didn't want to talk about the game because there's nothing to talk about. Yeah, because 
because they destroyed them. Yeah, exactly, because they're a bunch and of scrubs. And I think if Georgia played Arkansas, it wouldn't be that big of a blowout. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> they barely beat A&M. They're not even ranked, right? Well, A&M A &M is one of those teams that you need to look out for because they're always up and down. No not Kellen Mon 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 Texas. <laughs> what do you mean? I hate A&M. So you Texas No, they're not. A&M, don't. Hold, okay, hold on. I got I got You triggered me right now. I don't. Don't put me together with all those A and M. I'm not even going to say it right now because I can't say it. But you know what I want to say. Like I hate A and M with a passion. Like, oh, yeah, like, UT. I mean, I sing because all my cousins go to A and M, so I'm an A and Yeah, and, and I so respect we always that, sing but still. Savarshi's horns are disrespectful. But, but who's the better team this year? I'm gonna be honest. I think if Texas played Texas A&M, Texas would kick the crap. Or Texas A&M would kick the crap. <laughs> hey, A&M should move back to the Big 12, by the way. You're right. They should. Yeah. And they would. Okay, any Oklahoma and Texas A&M. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, here let's 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 get back to it because back to it. All right. Anyway, so we're saying, we're saying I'm gonna predict those three teams though, right? What? Out of those three teams. Out of those three. Teams, okay, yeah. So you don't you think, think that yeah. if Georgia loses, that Bama doesn't move up to four? No. No. There's no Because Bama's way. not going to play in a conference championship. Yeah. And they don't have their, like, let's be honest, they don't have Tua. I, I haven't seen Mac Jones play, but... Yeah, he played against Western Carolina. Yeah, so. but yeah. he's not That's Tua. Good. And I have, I know their backup no. after Jones okay. is Talia, his yeah. brother, but... We were here, we were, we, we, me and Simon talked about it last week on the podcast, that we think Alabama's done completely. I don't think they can make it at all. There's no way. No. It's not, it's not in their hands at all now. It's sad because they had a really fun offense to watch, but that's, yeah, that's they're it. not gonna make it in. Yeah. Um, okay, so that that's good. So you guys all think that Minnesota should be the one in. All right, who do you think has the best chance though of getting in? I'd Utah. say Utah. Absolutely has the best chance. chance yeah. If they win, they just have to beat CU and Oregon. Oregon. Wait, sorry. Here, could you rephrase? It? So yeah, best so we, chance to make it in. So we all think that we if all they think win, the all of them should just, get in. Okay. With the wins is Minnesota because they would have the best game. Yeah, yeah. In the playoff. Because I think if Utah goes, they're going to get crushed in the first round. I think Minnesota's the best team out of those three yeah. that you said. Too. But I yeah, think yeah. with Oregon losing, Utah has the best chance to get in to the playoffs. Okay. So you mean like best chance to win these next couple games? Yeah, and, and make, make it in. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, Baylor's, definitely Utah. Baylor's not going to beat Oklahoma again. So we all know Baylor's going to lose. And going to be honest, I think Minnesota's probably going to lose to Ohio State as well. Unfortunately, you never know. You never know, but I yeah, think. but yeah, they probably will though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think Utah's best. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, no, that's. Uh, it's see, I don't want to put Utah in there. Well, yeah, because, because they're, they're gonna, gonna play, they're gonna play LSU first round and get destroyed. Yeah, or whoever they get destroyed by whoever they play. Um, yeah, but I'm gonna be honest. honest. Anybody, whatever four seed gets in, even if it's Georgia or Alabama, I think LSU's gonna. I think the only team that can beat out LSU, LSU is Ohio State. State. Yeah. LSU Wait, is, hold up. Georgia can't make it in if if LSU's there. They can both make it in. They're both in it right now. LSU's number one, Georgia's number two. I, exactly. That's why we're saying. That's okay. why I'm saying I don't think Georgia's going to make it. No, yeah, exactly. But, like, here, but if there's a scenario where Georgia beats LSU, because I feel like that's the only way they'd make it in. You're right. Then, then Ohio State's going to be number one. Yeah. Will LSU's LSU be still two. be there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Over in Oklahoma? Over the top four if they lose to Georgia. No, I think, I think all right, let's say that scenario. If LSU okay. loses to Georgia in the, in the SEC championship, yeah. Ohio State's number one. Okay. Clemson's number two. 
Yeah. LSU's number three. And Georgia's number no, four. Georgia, Georgia number three. And then LSU's four. And then we'd have the real championship the first week when it's Ohio State presents. Yeah. You don't think... Because here, here's what I've heard, too. Like, I've heard that the committee is definitely looking for a conference champion. Yeah. So, like, That's if Oklahoma think. was there, you know what I'm saying, with only one loss, and, like, LSU has one loss, I mean, are they going to take out LSU if they're... I really hope not, champions. I think LSU is the best team in the, in the country. Yeah, no. That, well, yeah, I know. We know they're the best team in the country. Like, like it's just like one of those things. Remember when Alabama lost and then they still got in? We knew they were like one of the best teams in the country. Yeah, so, so it's going to be the same yeah. thing. So like, if, okay. if LSU loses, they're still going to get in because they're the best team. It's going to be like that Alabama. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair. That's but fair. I don't but think. But out of those I, three teams that Trump was for, mm-hmm. I'd love to see Minnesota. I think they're the so, best team out of those yeah. three. Utah I think would be the one. If any of those are going to go in, Utah would be the one. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I think, as of right now, it's shaping up where Utah will be in the playoff if they win that win out. Yeah. Because I'm going to predict LSU wins the SEC championship. Okay. I'm going to predict Ohio State wins the Big Ten championship. Best case scenario, Utah loses to Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. OU wins out. And OU gets back in there, baby. I still think... I still I'd like think, to see OU in there. I do, think, I do think that if... You had to choose between OU and Utah. I'd have, rather have OU in there because I think they're better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's just some questionable things. I watched the game. This they need some help, like penalty wise, and Jalen Hurst needs to hold on to the ball. And yeah, but anyways, questionable coaching. Sometimes. Yeah, well, that, was, that, you know. that is my problem. Wait, Jesse, do you That's agree great. with what Simon and I said then? What Minnesota? Where Minnesota and Utah? Yeah, Minnesota should be the one that gets in. Like, they're the best team out of it, but I think Utah's the one that's going to make it in. Would not have predicted that at the beginning of the season. Or didn't predict no, that at the beginning I of the predicted, season. I predicted Utah to finish, like, 6-5. and five. Like, if I was going to predict something. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyways. All right. Sounds good. Well, that's the end of that topic. Coming up next, uh, I, I got my own little topic in. We're going to debate slash talk about it. It's a little bit more subjective. Not... Not as much about uh, current news, I guess. But yeah, coming up next. Alright y'all, welcome back to the 12th episode of the Cycle 365. We are recording this on November 12th, or sorry, November 24th, 2019. <laughs> Same thing, you know, whatever. Alright, so, <laughs> so it's my topic that I get to lead this time. And you know what? Here, here's I'm just going to set the background. So, LaMelo Ball, he's been playing very well overseas. Oh, yeah. He's been playing very well overseas. He had a very unconventional road to, uh, you know, to where he is right now. Playing overseas, playing well, projected as a top five pick. Maybe even I saw the top one pick I saw in the draft. Two. I, I saw two. Last. A couple times. Yeah. He, but he's up there, for sure. And this is, you know, this is going to be a great draft class coming up. But Lomelo, the international player, he's playing in Australia, for those who don't know. So, Cody, Jesse, this is a little bit more of a would you rather. But would you rather, and this is assuming you're like, you know, like a five-star top recruit type of basketball player in the country. And my family's privilege. Yeah, or something like that, you know, whatever. But like, you're a very talented basketball player, whatever position y'all want. And here's so here's the thing. Would you rather play for, you know, a really good school like a Duke or a Kentucky or whatever, literally or any school in the country for a year or for whatever amount of time you want, 
or would you go overseas and play for a top league like I guess like what Luca did in Spain or even Australia or China? So your question is, would I rather do what Lamar did or yes, yeah, straight did. straight go? Yeah, go pro right like right after high school or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we all know who's gonna be one and done anyways. He went to college, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're, so in this situation, y'all are talented enough where y'all could go one and done and be drafted. Or go play pro process. Yeah. And then come back and join. Yeah, probably. I'd probably still be one and done. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's easier to stay in the United States, you know? Like, okay. I'm still, like, closer to, like, everything that's important to me, you know? Okay. And... Because something about LaMelo Ball's situation that I feel is really different is the Ball family is very wealthy and it was really easy for them to, you know, Pick go up and go with them, yeah. Yeah. Versus, okay. like, I couldn't do that with my family. But I could still play here. And the NCAA is a legitimate, like, competition, yeah. too. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, well, and they have, okay. they have players from overseas as well. Like, sure. NCAA is just as, if not more, international than overseas basketball. Well, it's not more international, probably, but that's fair. Well, I just mean like... You, wait, you mean diversity-wise? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like in Spain, uh, there's more Spain players percentage-wise than there probably are, like, you know, just flat out American US players born in NCAA. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know, I think it'd be really cool to play for a Coach K, because yeah. there's no Coach Ks overseas. Well, not like Coach There's K's. No John Calipari's, or however the heck you say his name. Yeah, John Calipari. Yeah, Calipari's overseas. You know, there's prestigious college coaches who've been around for a very long time, and they have a lot to teach. So I'd probably go one and done. That's a good point. Um, Would you? How, how many thing? seasons has he played in Australia? Well, Melo, I mean, this is his only season. This is the only one. Yeah, you can. So here, I think it's important to remember that you can literally negotiate whatever contract you want with these type of teams. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like you mm -hmm. go for a year, you get a ton of money so you could help out your family and bring them over, like all that stuff. I think that's important right. to remember. I'm gonna agree with Cody, I'd go one and done in the Ooh. NCAA. Okay. Um, what's the most, one of the most exciting sporting events of, like in the world? March Madness. March Madness. Wait, the most or no, one, so of one of one of Oh, okay, Not okay. the most. All right. <laughs> one of the most exciting sports events in throughout the whole world is March Madness. Fair. Everyone in, is tuning into it. So why not go be a part of that and then go play in the NBA? That's fair. I couldn't tell you the name of any championship overseas either for basketball. Well, that's, I mean, it doesn't matter as much. At this well, point, I you're- mean, from, Based off of the point that Jesse said. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that'd be fun. I mean, like, that's a big part of of sports like history, I guess you could say. Okay. Is March Madison? I mean, I would love to get a chance, especially. I mean, if we're if we're talking about it now, I would still like to go. But especially in the future, I mean, like, like if a Zaire Williams is gonna be Zaire Wade. No, no, I'm talking about Zaire Williams. Oh, sorry, Zaire Williams. Sorry, yeah, yeah from, you're right. You're from right. Duke. Um, in a few years, if he's playing, he's still gonna getting endorsements and still getting paid in in college. I mean, because because of the law. Well, it hasn't gone into. I know. Effect. I'm saying like if we're talking about this in three years. Well, okay, yeah, no, I know, but I meant, I meant like right. I know. Because in right three now, years, it's, it's going to be about even. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So because yeah. in three years, you're going to get, he's going to get paid no matter what, no yeah. matter where he goes. Yeah, but I still think sure. now, I would still play, be one and done. Okay. Because I just think I like the hype of 
March Madness, rather than just going overseas and playing professional basketball. <laughs> also, <laughs> okay. If you play college ball, you're still getting the college experience. Well, yeah, you, really, you are. But Melo is a worker. He's in the workforce. Yeah. But like at this point, so I, I think, I don't know, I definitely wouldn't go to college. I'd probably go overseas for sure. Cause like, there's, there's a lot of pluses to playing overseas and you know, learning how to be a pro for sure. Because you know, college students, like that's a whole experience. That's great. But like, if you're gonna go one and done, then like, I mean, what's the point of it? Cause it's not like you're gonna use that college experience for anything that's more for you. You know what I'm saying? As a person. And that's yeah. good, and that's great. Like, if that's what y'all prefer, that's great. But like, if you're somebody, you know, who wants to be like, here, I'm not gonna say it like that. If you're somebody, you know, who may be more business-minded and like, want to really like, you know, know how being a professional works, I think go, going overseas is the way to go. Cause you're going yeah. against grown men and not other like, you know, basically kids who are prone <laughs> to make mistakes like you. Larry Williams is a grown man. <laughs> He's a grown man. I mean, you know, you could have the body of a grown man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have the body of a grown man, but that doesn't make mean you're mentally that yeah, exactly. at that age. But see, here's the thing I'm gonna say is like, yes, we did it. I think, yeah. And I mean, this isn't like a shot at him. At who? At Lamar Ball. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I think he does need to go learn how to be a pro. Yeah. Because if he went straight into the pros right away, he wouldn't be ready for it. No. But as like a guy like me or Cody, kind of have our head on a little more straight. I'm gonna say. <laughs> we wouldn't need okay. to learn how to be a pro. We could learn how to be a pro in the NBA. Plus, it also took a year of college for me to meet you guys, and like that's really important to me. Now. Yeah. So, like, okay. well, I'm just saying, <laughs> college friends great. are different than work friends. No, so that's, that's true. Especially if they're all from Australia. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. there's nothing wrong with them being from there's Australia. Like a, I mean, there's just probably like a learning curve with like culture too and stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I don't know. I think I think it's definitely, you know valuable to learn those things though like get ahead of those things because like you know college here's oh i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of rip into college a little bit here because here's the thing with college <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a senior <laughs> so it's gonna be okay yeah. here's the thing with college though it's it's really outside of a couple of certificates and whatnot it's not as important as a lot of people make it and it never has been you know what i'm saying if you're a hustler you're gonna hustle and get your money either way if you're smart, you're gonna find a way to like, you you know, put yourself in positions to succeed. With college, it's just a degree. Like, yeah, it puts you in better positions, it gets you connections, and like, there's that whole social aspect as well, which is really important, you know, like staying in the moment. But like, if I'm being real, like, you know, making prof like actual professional connections, getting out there working, you know, that's, that's what matters always more than a degree. Like, I could tell you if you're a great teacher, and other like teachers in a school like like you a lot. I mean, you know, they'll help you pass that licensure exam or whatever, and then you'll get a job probably immediately rather than being somebody that like, eh, you know, they you could tell they're still like fresh out of college, so they don't know how things work, and so maybe they won't, you know, get that extra help, get those tips that college honestly can't give you in life. You know, because college teaches you a lot, but it doesn't teach you. There's definitely some blind, a lot of blind spots in it, for this sure. Is, this is a little off topic, yeah, but I'd argue that you can make professional connections in college. In well, college because I think, no, you can't. Like, oh, so there's this student that was in Jesse and I's program last year. And she helped three people get an internship at this one organization. I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to get sued in case it gets people in trouble. 
Yeah, but it's all about who you know, and it's all about how many friends you know. I think college is a this, social playground. I was gonna it say is, yeah. on that on that point. I don't think has, it doesn't matter if you go to college or you go straight to the pros. You like in today's world, it obviously depends upon what you're gonna do uh-huh. in sports, like or like not in sports. I'm saying like as a profession. Yeah. Like I know people that want to be doctors, but they also play sports. Like you're gonna have to go to school to be a doctor. You can't just go straight to be a doctor. No, yeah, but like I'm talking in terms okay. of like. Like, you know, you yeah. want to play pro basketball, yeah, so, so you yeah, got to so learn then, how so to do it. So if you're going to stay in sport, I think it doesn't matter. It, in sport particular, it doesn't matter if you go to college or you go straight to pro. It does. It just matters who you know. So, like, yeah. you could have, you could miss out on the biggest opportunity because you didn't go to college by meeting this one person in college. Whereas you could meet the same thing. It doesn't matter. Well, yeah. It doesn't well, matter the if same you go to college or pro. Yeah. If you're going to work in sport, it just matters who you know. No, that's fair. I just think... You know, definitely, I mean, obviously, like, if I was to go overseas, I'm not going to play for, like, <laughs> like you know, a scrub league or organization. I'd probably try to get into the Euro League because there's a ton of veterans there. There's definitely a lot of NBA free agents who didn't get picked up this last free agency. We're probably playing there now. Like, like I'm going to just be real. Like, say, like, an Andre Iguodala or, like, one of the Gasol brothers go over there. I can see one of the Gasol brothers going for Andre Iguodala. Well... But like, say one of them go over there, right? Say one of them go over there and, you know, as a teenager, as like a 17, 18 year old, you have the game of your life against them. And that's, you know, those those are potential NBA champions, all-stars. And when people look at that, they're like, wow, look at this kid, you know, he plays well against this guy. And then say they respect you a lot, get their contact information. You know who they've played with. Iguodala was on the Warriors, you know, he knows Steph, Clay, all of them boys. Like, those, those are the type of people you want to know. And, like, the opinion of players in the NBA definitely matters a lot more nowadays. And so that's that's kind of where I'm coming from. Because, like, in college, like, you know, you have the approval of a Coach K, of a John Calipari. Um, I can't think of another head coach. Well, I, I, would, rather, was, I, would, coach I would rather have Coach K's than the Gasol brothers. I would brothers. much rather have Coach K's well, no. than the Gasol brothers for sure. Yeah, are you hold on, hold on. Coach, well, like, here's, here's like the thing, four though. opinions that matter coach more than Coach K in basketball. A gold medal basketball coach. Yeah. That is the best in the world. That's fair, like, but that's at the same time, <laughs> you're not just getting, like, you're not just going to play against, like, one, you know, former NBA player. If you go to somewhere like the EuroLeague, you're probably going to play against at least 20 or 30 former NBA players, some former coaches. I still want Coach K's opinion over all of them. I don't know. I'm going to play against 40 <laughs> potential NBA players. No matter college. what, so. Well, okay, but, Magic like, Johnson and those are 40 potential players who don't know, like, who aren't at their prime yet. We were talking about people who are at their prime, but past it, but they still have like the mental knowledge to like play the game. I guarantee you, Taco Fall is in the NBA because of his performance against Zion Williamson. Yep. Yeah. That's fair. Well, he wasn't good enough to go <laughs> overseas, though. That's the other point. You know that he wasn't a five-star guy. He wasn't even a four-star guy. Doesn't matter when you're seven foot eight. <laughs> it matters. <laughs> you remember that one I'm high saying, schooler I'm who saying was seven four? You can get the same thing. NCAA that you can overseas. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, oh, I'm no. gonna throw out this. That. Like, here's a great example of John Moran. He played yeah. for Murray State. Yeah. Who knows where the heck Murray State is? Does still, anyone actually know? No. Uh, I think it's somewhere in the Midwest. That's uh, a very broad term. Yeah, I'm gonna say. I, I, I want to say. I want to say Oklahoma. It's, I want to. I don't Oklahoma. think it's Oklahoma. I don't know why, but I was thinking like Georgia around mm. that area. Hey Siri. <laughs> Asking Siri on the podcast. Where is Murray State? 
No answer. I found one option. Murray State University on Murray Place Drive in Murray. Is that one in Murray? <laughs> Kentucky. It's in Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh. oh kind of so right in between Oklahoma and Georgia. So, <laughs> anyways, um, but again, like he played for an who knows, and um, and he's still performing very well in the NBA. I think yeah, because I think, he's a great player, though. That's, that's exactly. why. So, yeah. does, so if you're a great so player, like you're talking about, like your question was. But well, it doesn't I matter think, that he went to Murray State, though, because he could have, he might have been hyped up more if he went to a bigger school or overseas. I don't. I think if we look at this, it doesn't matter because he's still playing as a starter in the NBA. The correct well, yeah. answer to this question is what NBA teams draft players out of high school? I mean, yeah. Or, it worked for a really long time, so like... It did. <laughs> I think it's a good point, but again, if it goes back to the question you asked us, I think it just, it just depends on if you want to go to college or not. No, well, yeah, it comes to a personal preference. Yeah. That's what. That's the point of this question, yeah. for sure. For me, I, I mean, I'm just saying this so I can like, you know, not... Simon's saying topic. he wouldn't want to meet us and that he hates us. <laughs> Well, he only deals with ballers. And then he would go, <laughs> talk to the hand. Why are we all acting like we'd pick <laughs> Northern Colorado if we were all five-star recruits, though? You just said you want Coach K's approval, so you can't be saying, like, we weren't all going to meet anyways. Unless we Wait, all played for the same school. But this is all hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, I know, okay, and there you no, go. I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah. To be honest, if all three of us were five-star basketball players, we probably would all five or all three meet at Duke. <laughs> I, I would have wanted to play it. You wouldn't I get a I would dunk on Simon. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> you can't even. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Even if we went to three different schools, but we were all five-star athletes and all played in NCAA, we would all know each other. I guarantee it. We'd be I mean, yeah, we would know each other each All-American yeah. game yeah. before we got <laughs> went to college. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. Of course. Well, I, mean, I went to, if I went to UNC, let's say Jesse's five-star athlete going to UNC, <laughs> Cody goes to North Carolina. Wait, are you saying UNCO or UNC? No, I'm UNCO, you're UNC. <laughs> okay. And Simon goes to Texas. Oh, yeah. Okay? okay. We're all, if we're all five stars, we're all going to get drafted in the first round of the NBA draft. We're all still going to know each other. Guarantee mm -hmm. it. I mean, yeah. You're I mean, right. So if we're all banana boat bros. Yeah, so. so. I mean, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, okay, so it doesn't matter if I'm overseas. So Simon or not. just wants to go overseas. Yeah, yeah which is fine. We'll still know. It's like, it's like a know. study. See, when we'll I think know. overseas, it's like a study abroad experience, except you actually get paid for it. Okay. Well, okay. you know, and then you get to do all these advertisements overseas too, which I always think is really cool. I'm still going to college. Okay. For a year? Year, okay, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. I'm one and done because I'm still trying to get that bread. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. I'm mean, sticking around long enough to get Kevin Ware. Ooh. I didn't see that video. I literally watched that video last night. <laughs> Why'd you watch? <laughs> it was on Why? TikTok. <laughs> it was okay. on TikTok. It was okay. like... When I saw his bone come out of his shin. It's just got crying. Alright, well... That, this that's, podcast that's is explicit now. That, there we go. That signals the end of this segment. Yeah. Yep. Okay, when we come back, Cody has his topic. Supposedly. Hey, hey, hey. So, I got an NBA question for all you NBA fans. Feel free to respond to this and for Simon and Jesse. First off, the Lakers are the best team in basketball right now. Yep. Mm -hmm. They're 14-2. and two. And, you know, while Danny Green comes in and he makes some clutch plays, it's the LeBron and Anthony Davis show, of course. And 
first off, can they sustain this for a whole season? It's just like a, a mini question. And if LeBron wins a championship this year, is he better than Jordan? Ooh. Okay. Well, here, look. So the first question is... <laughs> the first okay. one's easier to answer. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if it's easier to answer. Because they're playing a lot of minutes. I don't yeah. think they can sustain it the whole year. Yeah. I don't. Um, they're not very deep. No. No. I definitely... I mean, I still think they'll be in the top three of the West. But I don't think that they continue to do what they're doing right now. Okay. I uh, I don't know. I I'm I'm com- I'm concerned about their load management, for sure, because like they they're deep, you know, in other positions, but they don't have like you know, like a I don't want to say competent, but that's basically what I'm gonna say a competent backup small forward or really backup power forward, honestly. Um, offense at Kuzma. Their their backup small forward. Based off of depth chart is Jared Dudley. Yeah, there you go. And he can't play many minutes either <laughs> for obvious reasons. So, yeah. I think if they're healthy and they're good to go, like, then yeah, they could win a championship for sure. I think near the end of this season, they're definitely going to, like, fall off a little bit. And it's not because they're not playing as well. It'll just be because, you know, AD and LeBron, yeah, they're tired and they're not, they're just not going to play them as much. If I'm Frank Vogel, I, there's no need to play them as much if you're already... You know, if you make the playoffs, you make the playoffs. Because yeah. you know what you could do as a team. You could win the championship easily if you're right. So let's be right these last couple of months and just make the playoffs. You know, mm-hmm. having home court advantage is always good. But, you know, if you play the Clippers, though, and you're already at home. So th- there matter, you go. Yeah. So you're probably there's, you know, there's already a chance you have home court advantage. So there's that. Uh, but, yeah, I think it can be sustainable for sure. It just depends. You know, you know, like. You never know. Injuries happen. LeBron so, is playing though. 35.2 minutes per game right now. Yep. He's so, also had a full off season to recover. So like, you know. He's, I he forgot about that. that he's I know. Like and he's off. played. Yeah. I mean, LeBron James, he's played a lot of minutes wherever he is. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter where he is. Yeah. I'm probably <laughs> more concerned about Anthony I Davis. But yeah, I'm definitely more worried about Anthony Davis. He has a really long injury history that everyone loves to forget. So, yeah, I would definitely be more worried about AD than LeBron. Yeah, LeBron will be fine. He's gonna put up numbers. He's gonna make his teammates better. Uh, but Anthony Davis, he's the other part of that. The other reason why they're going so well. And you know, they're definitely trying to play through AD a lot too. I mean, he's their so, leader in points, boards, yes. steals, and blocks. Yeah, and he's I like averaging that. three blocks a game. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. That's, that's insane. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that as a basketball fan. I like that. You know, LeBron's taking a step back, letting AD run the show. But you know, like I said, his injury history is terrible, and he hasn't really given us like a reason to think he'll be healthy throughout the whole season. So I mean, even coming into the league, LeBron said that he's a pass-first guy. So if yeah, he has a guy like Anthony Davis. I feel like it's better for the whole team. It is. Oh yeah, it it all hinges on AD. So let's say AD's healthy. Okay. He goes to the playoffs. God forbid the Lakers win. And is LeBron James better than Michael Jordan? You can go, go first? Yeah, yeah, go for it. I say yes. Okay. I think LeBron James is better. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. Why right. would this championship, why would this championship oh, do this? 
As of right now, I think if I was gonna start a franchise, I'd still take LeBron James. Like right now, or just like I'm saying, like prime. them in their prime. Okay, okay, LeBron yeah, James yeah. to start my franchise and around him. I, I've I've stuck by it for the last five years now. Last, I think LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. Okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I agree. My brothers and I have this argument all the time, and they, I love it because they get so, you know, <laughs> they, I don't even know why they love Michael Jordan because they didn't even watch him play. Well, my older brother did, but my little brother was not born yet. So here, here's the thing, though. Um, yeah, I, I would say that he surpasses Michael Jordan because, you know, I think it's really hard to go to a new team, a new city, you know, a whole new environment and a whole new coaching staff and win a championship, like, like soon. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, LeBron's been playing for a while, all that stuff. So he's had opportunity, you know, a lot of opportunities to do that. But like, I honestly don't think if Michael Jordan was to switch over to like another team that he'd win right away. Well, would he win if he got to build the team? No. Because we've seen how he builds teams <laughs> as the GM of the Hornets. I feel so like you're saying LeBron yeah. James would be better because he's better at assembling teams. Yeah. Because Anthony Davis came because LeBron cheated a little bit. Well, so did Kawhi, but I mean, everyone does it. Well, but yeah, you're well we don't even care about Paul George anyway, <laughs> so it doesn't even matter. Well, you, yeah. No one cares about Paul George. <laughs> That's all that matters. No one cares about Paul George. Okay. So. Is, is it because, like, do you not discount LeBron James' achievements because he's built every team that he's ever gone to? No, I don't, because I don't think every player can be honest with themselves and be like, all right, well, here's a, here are my weaknesses and here are my strengths and accurately build a team around that. Like, I'm just being honest. Like, you know, we kind of saw what was going on with Michael Jordan on the Wizards. Well, he wasn't the one who picked Col Kwame Brown, was he? I mean, Michael Jordan was really old when he was on the Wizards. I don't think it's fair to compare the same. Okay. All right. Well, we won't compare that way then. But yeah, I just I feel know, like Ron James. You consider is you could say consider him old becoming the Lake on the Lakers. Yeah. Like longevity, LeBron has Jordan beat. Oh yeah, easily. But Jordan retired and he came back to a Bulls team. Like, but the, it was the it same stayed, team. Though. It stayed the same. Yeah. And he was the secret ingredient. Yeah. Because they didn't win a championship and then they three-peated again but i mean i think it's fair at the same time to you know, keep this in mind every you know chicago still made the playoffs without mj like it's not like they fell apart every team lebron's been on has fell apart yeah afterwards. they've at least had a top five pick in the draft the next year <laughs> yeah. or a top three pick in the draft in fact the next year so like eh, you can't it's it's really hard to argue that you know you know what i mean because like yeah lebron gets to build his team but it's built around him i don't think michael jordan could do that at all and that has nothing to do with you know them as players i get that but that's the gm aspect yeah that we've seen in charlotte but like as a player though to do that and then you know still be on your game that's that's insane i don't think we'll see another player like that yeah but i will say i would pay money to see a one-on-one -on -one. Prime Jordan versus Prime. Yeah, I would too. Can we go to time? <laughs> hey, remember, a lot of people forget Shaq beat Jordan one on one. Oh. Shaq just backed Jordan down to the basket and laid in it every time. Whoa. You can do that when you're twice his size. 
Yeah. Well, Maybe three times. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I I definitely, you know, LeBron's definitely you know, put himself in a position to overtake Jordan. I think a lot of people like write him off just because of his finals losses. But let's be real. Would Michael Jordan beat those Golden State teams? Because I think they'd push him at least for sure. Because those Golden State teams would blow out the Utah Jazz teams that, like, Michael Jordan played against. And that one Suns team. So. What do you think, Cody? You didn't say anything about I mean, it. I feel like... I still... I can't answer the question. I can't what? answer my own question. That's why I'm asking it. You have to. Because but, well, we because... answered our questions. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I'm different, Simon. Okay, okay. Well, I don't know. I just, I would like to see it more than anything. You know? What, well, I won a championship? Yeah. With the Lakers? Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> I meant to answer the question. No, I want to see the Nuggets win the championship. Because, well, it's not going to be OKC this year, so. Why not? Watch out for some future. Should I go just going to be good? But. Okay. It's just. It's, it's really, I feel like you guys both made some really good points that it's incredibly hard to compare the two because A, they're different players. Yeah. Like Jordan was somebody who could score from anywhere on the court and LeBron didn't really become like, I don't want to see like, I don't want to say like a great three point shooter, but he took more three pointers basically as Golden State changed the game. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then like, like you talked about the competition too. Like, yeah, the Warriors are way better, but for the time, you know, like, John Stockton and Carl Malone are both Hall of Famers, too. Like, Carl Malone's one of the big best scorers of all time. So, you know, it's plus Jordan also had a really good team with Scottie Pippen, who I think is a top 10 player of all time. Yeah. And the only other top 10 player that LeBron has maybe played with is Dwayne Wade. But in their prime, though. Because MJ got to play with Scotty in his prime. Yeah. Yeah. Who did uh, LeBron James play with in his prime? I mean, Kyrie. Kind of Kyrie. He was Kevin injured Lowe's. a lot. He was a young, yeah, obviously Kevin Love. Um, Kyrie was a very young Kyrie. Is Kevin Love making the Hall of Fame, though? Nah, uh, that's a question for us. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, well, the fact that... All right, Kevin Love's not as entertaining that. to talk about as Jordan and LeBron. Sorry. Okay, well, that answers that question then, but... Okay, we can't I mention think... Kevin Love with LeBron James. Are you kidding me? Yeah, okay, I think... Okay. I'll give to this. I think... So, um, in my, my thing. Um, I think LeBron James is a better player and is best player of all time. With Michael Jordan right there second. But I will give it to Michael Jordan that he was—he changed basketball. He's the one that made basketball what it is. Oh yeah, I mean he was revolutionary. So you still got to give him that. Like, he still is the first one to make basketball. You can argue that he actually put it on the map. Yeah. Because Michael Jordan's a culture. You're right, but I still think, as a player, LeBron James is the best of all time. Wait, right now? No, I'm saying of all time. No, like right now, LeBron's. The greatest player. Oh, no, not right this oh, second. Okay, okay. I think he's going to be the best player of all time. Okay. Yeah. So, wait, wait, wait. Are we all on the same page that, like, if if LeBron, okay, if LeBron wins the chip this year, he's the greatest, but right now he isn't? Is that where we're at? I'd say, yeah. like I said earlier in this segment, I still think he's the greatest player. I stand by that for the last five years. So, even if you ask me five years ago, I'm going to say LeBron's better. The whole 3 1 thing, that was a really big 
uh, point for me. I mean, that's honest. when LeBron said he was the greatest. Yeah. I think, I don't think Jordan could have done that against that to. team. Done in six. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, you're playing inferior competition as well. But yeah. no, I'm just, yeah. I'm just joking. No, no, like I got, that. but see, like, like Jordan, like fans love bringing that up. Yeah, I know. Jordan fans love bringing that up, but they just go act like, anyways, it doesn't matter. Like, I, I think LeBron's definitely up there, but it's more undeniable if he wins a championship, not like just with another team. And he was a solid part of that team. You know, like he wasn't like the sixth man, like he was a starter and was a solid part of that team. Well, if he feel, does I feel that, like even if the Lakers win the championship this year and Anthony Davis averaged more points, LeBron James is still well, that's fine. the MVP of the finals. Yeah. Because he's gonna have more assists. Without, and... Anthony, without LeBron James, Anthony Davis is the leading scorer. No, no exactly. <laughs> Anthony Davis yeah. didn't do anything. Yeah. No, well, nothing of note, but yeah. I mean, besides getting injured. But yeah, yeah, I think, I think LeBron, you know, he, uh, at this point, he, I mean, I'm not going to say he's going to save AD's legacy, but if he stayed in New Orleans. He's going to help it out. Yeah, he's going to help it out. Compared to if he stayed in New Orleans, like having AD come to the Lakers and, you know, being the front guy and being a contender, like. I will say that it would have been terrifying if they had AD and Zion Williamson. Just saying. Probably. Yeah, but he wouldn't want it because then he'd have to play the five. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that would be insane. No, yeah, it would have been insane, no doubt, for sure. Yeah. I still remember how great it was when New Orleans swept the Portland Trailblazers. Dang Cody hates crying. Cody hates the Trailblazers. Just let everyone know. He hates Damian Lillard too. He just hates the Trailblazers in general. All right. Anyways, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> when we come back, we're gonna wrap up the episode and. Welcome back to The Cycle. This is the last segment, and we mentioned that it was the 24th of November, which means that Thanksgiving is coming up, which means... In four days. In four days. That's the math. That is the math. You're right. Is that right? I just... Yes. But in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yes, wow, that's that four was days. good. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so, and we're going to talk about the best part about Thanksgiving. Football. thought I was going to say family. You were wrong. And yeah. first matchup, we're going to get our predictions. Jesse. Chicago at Detroit. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Chicago. Simon? Are you saying reasons? No, nope, no, nope, you're just saying who's going to win. Okay, easy. Chicago. I'm going to say Chicago. I want <laughs> you guys to know that the points bet right now is even. Okay. What? Well, Chicago's going to win. Anyways, next one. It's even. Okay. Buffalo at Dallas. Ooh. Dallas. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with Buffalo. I'm gonna go with Buffalo. You know, I'm not gonna. This doesn't go on my pickup sheet quite yet, but I'm saying Buffalo now. Okay, great. I don't want it to go on the pickup sheet either. Yeah. The only, <laughs> but, the only reason I would say it is because Dallas, Dallas is favored by seven yeah. as it stands in Dallas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Well, Dallas and Detroit always host because they started it. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving no, games. They've played it every year. They always play. Oh well, no, games. yeah, I know. But like, I asked, like, was it in Dallas? Yeah, and they always host. Remember when? when Detroit Detroit it's Toronto always team. Thanksgiving at Jerry's World. He serves the turkey. Remember when um, okay. Megatron went off years ago? What when he caught for three hundred and twenty-nine yards? Yeah. Thanksgiving Day, he won the golden turkey. Like, anyway, he did. next game. 
Go yeah. on. And the third game that we've been gifted upon by the football gods as of recent years. Looks good at the beginning of the year. Now, maybe not, but maybe, maybe it is. New Orleans at Atlanta. Jesse. Ooh, New Orleans. Simon. I'm a pig. <clears throat> I'm a pig, New Orleans, actually. It's at Atlanta, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Atlanta can't win at home, they can win on the road. Go ahead. Yeah, you're right. That's why I'm picking New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm picking New Orleans because they've already lost to Atlanta, and they're not going to lose again. Right. New Orleans is favored by six. But those are all the Turkey Day games. I think there's some college football games on on Friday. Black Friday. Simon, what do you have to say about Black Friday? Good rivalries. But anyways. Football-wise? Yeah. Okay. What day is Thanksgiving? Thursday? So Friday. Okay, yeah, we got some decent games. We have Cincinnati and Memphis. They're both ranked. Yeah, yeah Memphis is good. No, Memphis is good. Boise's going to come kill Colorado State, so that's neat. Yeah. Ooh. Ranked Appalachian State. Yep, Oklahoma. Oh, no, that's on Saturday. What? Oh. O- OU versus OSU. And Ohio State versus Michigan is also on Saturday. Some good games. But anyways. You got the Iron Bowl this weekend as well. But. Go Tiger. We're taking the weekend off because we're sick of school. But we got this done, still for the fans. So, from everyone here at The Cycle, 365, we wish you a happy Thanksgiving. And Black Friday. Oh, a happy Black Friday. What? Okay. Black. I mean... And then if you really want to go to the happy Cyber Monday and a wonderful giving Tuesday. And a okay. Merry Christmas! <laughs> Alright, let's see you next no, time. We're not happy New Year! <laughs> Alright, 2020. See.